Shout to the uh, shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is good. Uh, it is God. Sorry. Um, it is uh, it is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving, and His courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Second reading comes from Psalm 71, 14 to 18. As for me, I will always have hope. I will praise you more and more. My mouth will tell of your righteous deeds, of your saving acts all day long though I know not how to relate them all. I will come and proclaim your mighty acts, Sovereign Lord. I will proclaim your righteous deeds, yours alone. Since my youth, God, you have taught me, and to this day I declare your marvellous deeds. Even when I am old and grey, do not forsake me, uh, my God, until I declare your power to the next generation, your mighty acts to all who are to come. This is the word of the Lord. Hello? Yeah, okay. (laughs) So 5G connection. I don't know about you, but I go through life sometimes and I feel like the signal between me and God is not very strong. I don't know whether you've experienced this in the city, but I hate driving down the streets in the city because it's confusing. There's different turns and the signs aren't sometimes very clear. And what I really, really dislike is that as you get closer to the taller buildings, my GPS signal collapses and I'm in the middle of the city not knowing which way to turn and not knowing where to pull over. That is an awful feeling and a place to be. Sometimes I feel like our relationship with God can be the same. We go through periods in which we're immensely connected to him, to his spirit, where worship comes alive within our souls, where when we read the Bible, the words jump out at us and we feel increasingly intimate with the Holy Spirit. But sometimes it's not like that. Circumstances come up almost like those tall buildings within the city And I find myself feeling quite spiritually dry and disconnected. So we're starting our series with 5G because there are five, I guess, foundational pillars that we want to launch you guys in. Because when we focus on these five things, what we discover is that we are increasingly connected with Jesus. The first one being grace. Larry spoke about it last week. The second one, and the one that we're going to talk about today, is uh, gratitude. (laughs) Gratitude towards God. Third one is generosity. If we can have the next slide, Shirley. Fourth one is gospel, and the last one is go. You see, gratitude is our response to grace. Having an attitude with gratitude constantly connects us with 
God and his heart and his will for our lives. I want to ask you today, do you have a positive or negative natural mindset? Are you somebody who naturally steers towards the positive things in life? Or do you find your mind wandering into the negative space, especially when things hit the fan? Today we are going to at one, the truths to do with gratitude. Three truths in particular. The second thing we're going to look at is David's attitude of gratitude because he's a guy who worshipped God and had gratitude to God through all seasons, both the highs and the lows. And the third thing is we're going to look at how we as a community and individually can cultivate a posture of constant gratitude, not one that starts and then goes as things get tough, but something that is continuous through this year and hopefully years to come. So when I was young, in my teens, we did a series on Israel and their failings. And I remember thinking to myself, how incredibly frustrating are these Israelites? I mean, how prideful. How can they take God for granted the way that they do? God literally delivers them out of captivity. He takes them out of literal slavery. And yet it seems like they've got short-term memory loss. As soon as something happens, they turn away from God and they end up focusing on something else. And it's usually either themselves or an idol. God provides them food when they're hungry. And yet they complain about the food and about other things. Then God provides them, you know, water, and yet they still complain about their surroundings and their circumstances. God shows them signs and wonders from heaven, literal signs and wonders that the mind cannot even imagine, and yet they still doubt his power and his provision. How silly are these Israelites to actually see God's power in action and yet turn away from him constantly, and doubt and complain and quarrel. But then last year, and I love how God does this, how he brings something that you've learnt when you were younger as a child, and he brings it to life as a fresh revelation. God spoke to me last year, and he said, aren't you the same? How many times have I provided for you, and yet... When I get, I get caught up in my current trials. How many times has God blessed me and yet I choose to compare what I have with other people? How many times have I looked at a situation and instead of seeing positivity, instead of seeing the season that I'm in, instead of seeing the people that are around me, I look at it with a negative lens. How many times have I done that? How many times have I doubted myself when I am made in the image of God and he has got my back? How many times have I been impatient with whatever circumstance and season that I'm in when God is in control and he's got my back? How many times? We need to have an attitude of gratitude that isn't flaky, based on circumstances that flakes and goes away and gets disconnected from God, 
we need to have a consistent 5G connection with him. A couple of truths. I want to draw our attention to a couple of truths about gratitude. So first of all, gratitude comes from the inside out. It is through being connected with Jesus and having a revelation of what he has done. This is something that can't be faked. It's actually understanding God's grace. We need to have a revelation of his grace. And grace is absolutely, and Larry shared last week, and that's why grace is a part of the five Gs. Grace is absolutely fundamental to the Christian experience, understanding it. In fact, so fundamental is grace that it can be said that in order to walk with God, you must actually be walking in his grace. The two go hand in hand. It can't be separated. So what is grace? Just to sort of recap and sort of to word it in my own words. Grace is one, God's undeserved favour to us. So it's understanding the depths in which we have come. So understanding that I am a sinner, that my heart has an evil component to it, that I am drawn to sin, that I compare myself with others, that I get jealous of other people, that I get selfish at times. It's about understanding the depths in which I have come from. What does that mean to you? Where has God taken you from? And do you really understand his grace if you can't answer that? Secondly, is God's enabling power. So the first one is understanding the depths in which you come from. Second one is understanding the heights in which you've been brought through Christ Jesus. So it's the freedom that we have in Jesus. But not only that, understanding the intimate relationship that we have now been brought through, through Jesus. And also understanding that we have a beautiful eternity to go to. We need to have this revelation within our lives. So the first thing is, gratitude comes from the inside out. Second thing is, Gratitude counters self-pity. You see, gratitude has a fighting effect. So 